I'm sorry that I call you by y- your real name every once in a while. <laughs> call me by my name. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome to Queer Kids Play Anime. Uh, this is episode 13. Uh, that means we're completing our first anime season right now, so nice. that feels pretty good. Um, we're going into the show that I've been like a little resistant to go on because it's just a little too on the mark. <laughs> But it's perfect, right? But it's also perfect. So, what's up? Yuri on Ice. Woo. Yuri on Ice. Uh, so, we don't have any guests this time. So, I'm going to ask Goth Brew if Yuri was a Pokemon trainer. What kind of Pokemon trainer would Yuri... Katsuki. Ooh. Yuri Katsuki. Uh, what kind of Pokemon trainer would Yuri be? Oh, uh, God. I could see him as like a... I want to say like I could see him as like a, an ace trainer. Mm-hmm. But like late end of the season, Yuri when he's like confident, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, because there's a big difference. He does go through a pretty good arc, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so okay, all right. Uh, what what about early season? Like sitting in his room eating katsudan all the time. What kind of <laughs> what kind of trainer? Uh, like. A poker fan or something like the people who like wear a costume. <laughs> <laughs> the, the little character Where, avatar is like animated, like a little overweight. Like <laughs> he's wearing a tracksuit that's like clearly too small for him <laughs> right now because he's gained twenty pounds in the off season. And yeah, all right, all right. So uh, let's get into it. You're on ice is the gayest anime that took. The world by storm in 2016 i believe yes um and uh it's simply like amazing it's uh, fantastic yeah i was a little overwhelmed with how good this anime was when i watched it the first time uh and it holds up pretty well the basic concept is is that we are following yuri katsuki a japanese professional uh figure skater Mm -hmm. the beginning of the show starts um at his first world's uh appearance where he totally bombs it was his grand prix it was a grand prix final he made it Uh, to right i thought it was like the world oh god it was like the world like he had like qualified for everything and then they were at like the the big championship at the end maybe yeah i mean whatever big tournament at the end uh, and he just totally bombs his nerves totally overwhelm him he's like not able to perform mm-hmm. when he's out there um and the twist of it is that the greatest figure skater of all time uh victor i forget what his last name is um but victor this russian dude everyone loves him uh yuri somehow gets victor to be his coach for mm-hmm. the next coming mm-hmm. season um and then a lot of gay shit ensues after that um is it nikifarov or how do you pronounce that nikarov okay victor nikarov um so gothru having just watched it uh what are your first and yeah what are your first impressions of- it's one of the most like heartfelt heartwarming like clutch your chest um and cry like tv shows basically Mm. um at least once an episode i was like oh oh 
like example uh i mean any interaction between yuri and victor (laughs) (laughs) but just like like when yuri is dancing dancing when he's skating um to victor's routine Mm -hmm. and victor's like watching it on the like on his phone and like decides to come be his coach um and when Vic, when Yuri is like finishes one of his skate routines and like points at Victor like mm-hmm. at the end like it's like how he ends it mm-hmm. I don't know all those like little moments where they like they gave us those like moments without dialogue to and that showed us like how close they were and their connection mm-hmm. was growing I remembered another scene tell that, me about this other scene uh, that that had me like crying was. Um, when Yuri is uh, nervous for his, oh God, is it for the the Grand Prix short short program? Mm-hmm. And um, Victor's having this internal monologue, like, like how can I help him? Like, stop being nervous. Like, like ice skaters' hearts are 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 so fragile. Maybe it would help if I shattered it. And then he's like, he just says like. If you don't, if you don't place first, or if you don't like succeed, I'm gonna take responsibility by resigning as your coach. And Yuri like just falls apart, and um, he's like, "I need you to stand by me right now." And and Victor's like, "Oh, whoops, that was the wrong thing to say." <laughs> but Yuri's reaction was like. Like his heart shattered, mm-hmm. and Victor's like, "Oops, I did shatter." <laughs> <laughs> but I was like crying during that scene. Yeah, I've I really like that scene for two. Re- I mean, one that is just like sometimes what people need isn't like to be like broken down; is just to, like have someone support them. But also that Yuri Katsuki in that moment was able to actually advocate for mm. himself, and so instead of just totally breaking down and just accepting that it was happening he asked for what he wanted and then he like got it right mm-hmm. you know um and i think that's like pr- a pretty powerful thing that is kind of happens throughout the entire series um just like all of these like little individual moments that are happening between victor and yuri um and the balancing of their relationship and uh you know, Victor pushing Yuri to be better mm-hmm. than he was before. Um, like one of my personal favorite moments of the series is when Victor is training both Yuri's and he's making them do dances that are like antithetical to their natural way of being. And so, uh, and I believe Yuri Katsuki is, um, doing a dance that's like really like sensual and loving and then uh Eros. Yuri Plietsky has to do uh one that's like more innocent um and uh Agape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, and they're both just like losing their minds trying to be something else than the way that they have been being. I'm trying to comprehend like how do I like Yuri's like how do I perform like sensual like passionate love and and little brat like yudio 
uh, is like, like, what's unconditional love? I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> and so those those moments are really powerful for me because they they find their own sense of being in exploring in in exploring this new way of being. It's not something they have to be all the time, but mm. they they gain more power by like not being locked into the boxes that they've like previously locked themselves into. And so Victor is like kind of this big push, but also that, you know, both Yuri's, but Yuri Katsuki specifically is like also a big push for Victor to be a better person. Like the example of like, maybe I should break this person. Cause that's, you know, uh, a very typical coach reaction, which is like, you know, break him down, build him back up again. Um, and there are those moments where like Victor tries to be like, a tries to be a coach that always seem to be the, the least effective method of helping Yudi at the, like at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and Yudi even points it out. He's like, don't go trying to be a coach now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, well, because the idea of Victor being a coach is the way his his coach is um, the one who's Yakov. Yeah, Yakov. Um, instead of Victor having his own style of coaching, right, um, which totally works in its own way in pros and cons, um, and you just in you try you have to try to mitigate your cons as much as possible, but also accept that any action has consequences and you're going to gain stuff and lose stuff for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and Victor slowly comes to terms with that as they're moving on and like, as they're building a bond that, you know, ends up culminating in this beautiful, uh, relationship. Oh my gosh. Uh, this is like the only anime that we've talked about, uh, in this more like spoiler centric episode where I'm like, I just don't want to talk about the end of this show because no. it, it, I, it, there's just like a lot of really heartwarming moments. That's true. Yeah. Uh, that, it's something to be experienced. <laughs> absolutely. Um, so early on in, uh, the show, Yuri is totally like destitute after, um, like bombing, <laughs> Like hitting last place. Yeah, like real bad last place too. Like it wasn't even close. Um, And he has to go back to Japan to hang out with his family who runs this inn, spa sort of thing. Um, And he loves to eat katsudon, uh, Uh like pork cutlet bowls. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) um, And he ends up gaining like 20 or 30 pounds uh, while he's in the off season. And so when Victor first context yuri he's like fat yeah he's, <laughs> he's overweight for an ice skater right for for an ice skater um it's is that an issue like just the way that it's like dealt with in the show oh the way that it's handled in the show yeah um you know as like beautiful as our like gay love is in this lack of homophobia world that they've built um i was just wondering about some of the other things that pop up like the way that they hand the way, way that they handle body image i mean that's like a big thing in like this sports model right i think it's a it's a product of the of the sport 
of itself for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like it's hard to speak to that because I I don't know enough about figure skating, right. like, and and I'm sure it's got all its own politics about like weight and mm-hmm. like fitness and the shape you have to be in. Um, well, I mean, you definitely have to be in good shape to do any sport, right? Sure, like these sure. People are the pinnacle of their profession, right? Like, th- there should be no. Buddy in the world more. This is fit. what peak performance looks like. <laughs> right. Um, but it's it's the way that the people in the anime handle it, the way that his family talks to him or the way other ice skaters talk to him, uh, where, like, you can acknowledge that, you know, maybe you need to get back to working out and, like, cutting your calories without, like, shaming someone at sure. the same time. Right? Yeah, there, there's, like, a... And not insignificant amount of of like poking fun at him for it mm-hmm. at the very beginning, and even like Yudio like continuing to call him a pig, right? Out of like uh, I don't know, he's like the Sundere like bratty character, but still like it's it's tough because there's like so much of that that when I'm watching something like when I'm watching an anime and that and so many of the other tropes that we like touch on, Mm -hmm. like hardly register, right. Which I like acknowledge as a result of my own privilege, Mm. but are you trying to say you don't eat three katsudan every day? If I, if I could, if I had (laughs) the appetite for three cut for like all those katsudan bowls, well, I would get, I would get unagi don. I get the eel. All right, respect. Um, what about other characters in? So we've talked about Yurio or Yuri Plietsky. Uh, well, how did you think it was handled? Did we touch oh, on that? Uh, I mean, I don't. I didn't particularly find it like well received. I guess it was yeah. like uh, I don't know. Like oppression Olympics isn't a game or whatever, but one of the big things is is that I find that fat shaming is still one of those like for some reason it just doesn't register to Absolutely, people. yeah. Um and so that just seems like one of those too easy tropes to kind of fall into mm-hmm. and then you don't there's no social uh backlash for it yeah, right now. Unfortunately. Um, and so so yeah, so I'm like a little uncomfortable with it, uh which is the reason why I brought okay. it up. Um You'll notice that'll happen a lot. And I'm like, hey, what about this thing? How do you feel about it? I hate it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's that's kind of like my TLDR. Like, mm. don't shame. Yeah. Don't shame fat people. It's, it's not cool. So, a big thing that we were discussing before we started recording uh, was the success of Yuri on Ice. Uh, on how much of it is ex- like implicit and how much of it is actually explicit. Um, and I'm a fairly big critic of how much of your nice isn't more explicit. Right. Um, where it's, it's so gay, but it s- stops just short 
of like really being explicit in a lot of situations uh in my opinion anyway um and you know i'm so used to watching stuff and just like even just being happy that anything is queer coded sure sure in something and so to get something that's so ubiquitously queer coded is you know a relief and awesome and you know we were watching that uh photo montage of uh-huh. uh yuri at the party beforehand i'm like literally just like crying watching it because i'm just like oh my god this would this would never happen in a different anime right, right. um just like all of these beautiful gay boys dancing together and uh being partially like clothed off and you know it's just like i haven't seen it before or since um and in in especially in a way that's so fun because i feel like a lot of boy love anime tends to be so serious i mean it's not boy love but another good example of it is citrus is that like a lot of just because I know you've watched some of right, Citrus, yeah. um, and we've talked about it a little bit, but it's just like so serious and heavy and like yeah. sexualized all the time. And the where... listeners couldn't see my eye roll; maybe they could hear it. <laughs> <laughs> um, where you're in a nice, like it has a lot of feels, and it you cried like every episode, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but first and foremost, you're in a nice is fun. Um, and you get to watch people do this really cool stuff and it's heartwarming and like a lot of those tears are because it's so beautiful. Right. Right. Um, oh, I got totally. No, I, I would. So the, the overall question of like the implicit versus explicit Mm -hmm. that they present to us. Um, I think as we were reading before the episode, um, it's important to remember that the show comes from a country where gay marriage isn't even a thing. People aren't legally allowed to marry same-sex like couples there. Right. Um, so they, I think, with Yuri on Ice like you said, pushed it as far as they could go, but like taking the other side of that, like they, they tried to do all they could, Mm -hmm. um, to make it as absolutely gay as possible. Right. Um, but there's a, a disputed kiss where in the animation, Victor's arm is raised and angled like around Yuri's neck um, to the point where you can't see their mouths, mm-hmm. and it was probably to to give them like the benefit of the doubt, saying like assuming maybe they were trying to get away with as much as they could, mm-hmm. like as just short of showing their mouths, like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean the way the image is done, like uh, Victor is half like tackling Yuri. As it's happening, Yuri's eyes are wide open, so it a lot of the telltale marks of a kiss actually do happen in it. Um, but then you, I guess, as someone pointed out online, the that you have like boy love 
I guess there's manga and shows where they do mm. show kissing. Well, I mean, so boy love and Yuri anime like Citrus tend to be more niche. And I th- mm-hmm. and I don't think that Yuri on Ice was created to be niche, right? Um, well, I mean, as niche as anything as anime can be, sure, sure. Well, I, but that's, but like but that's, widely, like, like what, like I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, like a much wider demographic than exactly, Boy yeah. Love and yeah. Yuri tends to do, and they're with, aiming for the core anime audience, mm-hmm. and anime in 2016 2018 is more popular than it's ever been um i feel uh your name came out 2016 i thought it was like a little bit early i think i was still in college when your name came out but it might yeah maybe it was 2016 we'll just say that i saw Um, it in theaters like a couple years ago yeah um and you know your name like shattered um studio ghibli records right which you know wild which one is wild uh but also is just saying a lot about one how good makoto shinkai is sure sure um that more people are just going right um and so that's really cool also the biggest trans mood (laughs) (laughs) waking up in a girl's body what i I know maybe we should do uh, your name anyway moving on Uh, (laughs) Um, rewrite your name, uh, make it part of the gay agenda. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but Yuri and Ice is coming up in this, uh, kind of what I think is this major transition of anime into the mainstream. Uh, Hollywood is doing more and more anime movies. And so if you want to make it more accessible, what recording is there for so if people don't want to see it they don't have to see it but also like why are you watching your nice if you're not if you're not here for really the gay? really gay it's like yeah. you got you got to be here for the gay like it, there's almost nothing that's not gay i mean anime. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean i can make jokes about figure skating but like <laughs> right and so that's to me what's the most frustrating part about having even like that minimally censored kiss or not kiss is that come on (laughs) (laughs) come on (laughs) the rest of the show is just so like everything about their like growing relationship and the connection they share um it's it's styled as like a romantic relationship right Mm -hmm. even like as like explicit as you can get or like what what I want to say like like his theme of his like short program is love like mm-hmm. eros and like he dances to a passionate love theme and he like he frames every performance in his head like it's for victor mm-hmm. so yeah I wish I wish they were able to take it as far as they wanted to take it Mm -hmm. there are a lot of other cool little details in this show that i like a lot uh the big one for me is that i'm a dance person in general Mm. and so getting to watch a figure skating anime is like pretty cool and one of the things they do is that unlike a lot of other dance anime 
uh, where they reuse the same frames over and over again. A lot of frames are totally reused. I mean, they're doing the same routines over and over intentionally, but they do make little changes, like little mistakes happen in like uh-huh. routines that don't happen in other ones, and like then they'll like have other successes, and so they still get to reuse a lot of those frames, save money, all that stuff. Um, but it's still new every time, um, mm-hmm. which I thought was an interesting way to like, go about creating the show. And so as someone who's like looking forward to more dance ish anime coming out, especially like one that's like more suited to an adult audience. Cause a lot of dance anime is actually for kids. Mm. Um, like these kind of weird break dancey sort of like eight year old anime sure, sure it was super nice to see that level of detail while still uh while the the animators were still able to get away with like making cheap frames because i know that that stuff is really expensive to make yeah i never felt during um like throughout the show because like they they are like performing the same short program and free skate um like performances like for each competition they go to but none of it like i never had the impression while watching like oh i've seen this exact thing like you know mm-hmm. it all felt like i was watching the evolution of their of their programs mm-hmm. um with like all the mistakes thrown in i'll fully admit to like like watching and like like waiting for someone to just eat it i was like <laughs> who's going to eat it who's just going to fucking <laughs> right like slam into the ice uh, um, speaking of eating it a little bit uh there are, there are a lot of other like figure skaters that are prominent in the show uh personally my favorite one um which is not a surprise to anyone was a uh, king jj oh god really as it were well because what okay, you don't go on. okay so what you don't get is that I love America jokes. Okay. And okay. even though JJ is a Canadian, he's also clearly an American, right? Like, right. like full on cocky attitude. Like I rule the world. Uh, now that Victor is out of the way, there's like no one to stop him from taking the crown. Sure. Sure. Um, His theme he, that he skates to is a theme he had commissioned for him called theme of JJ. Yeah. it's, <laughs> And I don't know. There's something that I really love in anime when the Japanese are making fun of this prideful archetype that I'm just 100% about. It's funny. Cause they, they totally, I can see JJ as an America joke but they don't use the other characters' nationalities to to make fun of those really. Like they mm-hmm. make they they spend all this time with uh Pinishi uh, how do you say his name? The Thailand mm-hmm. skater. Pishi. Um they spend all this time with him with like on his internal monologue being like, I'm gonna bring figure skating like to Thailand to show everyone how fun it is and like I'm gonna like He's like doing it for the pride of Thailand mm-hmm. to be like like one of the, like the first famous figure skaters mm-hmm. um, in the world of this show, um, and yeah yeah so like the other characters aren't used as a I was trying to think of a of another example. 
I mean, like the Korean character, mm -hmm. like they're all from like different countries, right? They're all from, um, and none of their nationalities are used as jokes. Right. Um, which I appreciated. Well, I was also wondering, is there, I can't remember, is there another heterosexual relationship in the anime? There's the really weird one with, uh, Michelle and his sister. Oh, okay. There. Yeah. Where like he, this guy like was so codependent or so dependent on his sister's support for mm -hmm. his figure skating that he couldn't perform like without her like cheering him on mm -hmm. but also was like very overbearing and protective of his own of his younger sister mm -hmm. um which is like okay it's cute when you're defending your sister from bullies as an eight-year-old right but when you're like a 20 something year old talking about like the intense love for your sister in a gross way right. in a in a objectively creepy way like mm -hmm. well i was wondering about yuri on ice's there's also jj yeah yeah and jj that that was i was i was the other hetero was couple yeah and so i wonder what it's like to create difficult heterosexual relationships in you're on ice because neither of those things like work out right like jj uh well i don't know that jj's doesn't work out Well, not but... the relationship itself but just like them uh like, their role in the show as a whole um is like one of like like it's like a falling star right like yeah right yeah. <laughs> um and then uh the like you know, sister love storyline is done in a way that's so intentionally like this is gross. Like, like it's obvious that the show was designing it to be gross, Absolutely. and not that it like we're putting that grossness on it. Um, right. Which is cool. Like, how many how many times in an anime do you get a chance to for them to like criticize all of the sibling love that happens? Right, and all the other ones, right? And here's an opportunity for us to be like, no, this is gross, <laughs> rather than having to watch another sort art online where someone's in love with their cousin. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and with the the most positive presentation of relationship being like Victor and and Yudi's mm -hmm. for sure. Um, did you want to talk about? Yurio being trans at all? That was a a joke. Like that is, was is, that was a personal joke though. I, is it a personal joke though? Well, because I I don't want to step any to on any toes about like figure skating and its its own um like presentation as a sport like like there's nothing to say that like the spandex and the costumes like translate to any like critical thing about the person wearing it like right however i don't see you trying to accuse any of these other people wearing spandex about being trans like <laughs> that didn't just come that up at all i'm just i'm Yudio makes such a cute girl <laughs> 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 and like the the skating routines that um they do they're presented 
like very feminine mm. where like the other skaters they skate in like these flashy outfits um but perform like a masculine energy mm-hmm. and um Yudio has like that one flaming like flowing outfit mm-hmm. that they wear um and had a professional ballet teacher not to say very explicitly when I like point out not to say that that is an indicator of anything about your transness or sexuality. So how many ballet classes did you take? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, And that's why I wanted to like emphasize how much of a, like a personal joke it was that like my reading of Udio is that, you can just be a girl. You can just be a girl. Alright, I feel like you can if, just be a girl. I feel like if there's like queer coding, we can have trans coding. Like that's fine. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think that you can ship that. And okay. That it should be said. And that's the reason why I brought it up. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um so do you have any last words that you want to put down for your anise and the beautiful love that it brought into your life. I'm so happy. I watched this show. You guys, <laughs> it was the sweetest, sweetest show. Um, if you have any opportunity, you need to watch, um, this beautiful story between, uh, two figure skaters in love. Your anise is, like single-handedly like one of the most inspiring anime that i've ever watched the theme song is really inspiring it creates a world where homophobia doesn't fucking exist isn't a thing at all and and every once in a while that's just really nice to experience that like it's cool yeah it's cool like don't worry you get to be however you want to be even if we still have to hide your kiss in the end uh um yeah, I, I mean, I can't sing the praises of Uri and Ice enough. This is definitely, like, top-tier anime. This is gay fodder, if there was gay fodder ever created in the history of man. Mm-hmm. Um, please do yourself a gay favor and watch it. Yeah, a gay favor. A gay favor. <laughs> Way better Do than your gay favor. self a gay favor. <laughs> I gave <laughs> no <laughs> I hate your pun <laughs> um, so uh, looking to the future what are you looking forward to doing um, Kamori Khan is this weekend Woo! I don't have any new cosplays I was probably just going to wear my team skull outfit mm. um, uh, our producer Clara is Going as a Clefairy um, and No Face and as No Face. Um, and we're going with a, not like a new group of people, but new friends are going to be there, mm-hmm. uh, which is very exciting. Mm. Um, yeah. That's, there's going to be a sake tasting Saturday night. Oh, man. You're, you're the person who's running your sake tasting is the person who actually teaches my sake class. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's one of the Marcus 
Oh, I forget what his last name is. It's like, I don't know. Uh, but he's uh, one of like 50 sake samurai in the world. Uh, so he's officially accredited by the Japanese government. Wow. Uh, like literally the highest honor you can get. So you better appreciate him. He's also, he's going to talk and ramble a lot. Uh, but all of his information is absolutely fantastic. I'm very excited. <laughs> I can't wait to taste like some of the best sakes. I mean, I you're mean, only paying fifteen dollars to be. <laughs> yeah, but like to learn like about good sakes, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Because you don't have anyone else who could possibly do that. All right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Any opportunity that I have to to do that. Yeah, I'm, I appreciate that. You sake isn't just something I force. um Um, what are you looking forward to uh i i haven't started the new season of anime yet except when did it start uh, a couple weeks ago oh shoot i know so i'm super behind uh my work schedule has been pretty crazy but new season of golden kamari and so i'm really excited about that and it's somehow even creepier than it was before um so we're gonna see how that one goes uh uh, so far, creepy and like uh, an acceptable, quote unquote, way rather than mm. uh, unacceptable sibling love. Creepy, creepies. Um, but there seems to be some cool stuff that's coming out. But I need to do a little bit more research. I have. I'm about to finish Hunter Hunter. I just finished uh, the Chimera Ant arc, so 135 episodes down. <laughs> wow. Um, like another 13 to go. Um. Yeah, and then just preparing for my sake stuff. I'm like taking my sake sommelier course in the end of November, early December, and so I have to be like mad studying for that. The one that got rescheduled. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, the one that I I should already be certified, but yeah, you know, no big, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Not mad. <laughs> um. So. Next week, we are going to be doing uh, an episode on uh, KomoriCon, or whenever we put this episode out. I'm not totally sure what our schedule is right now. Um, but next episode... Life happened. Life got in the way. Yeah, real talk. Uh, but producer Clara and host Gothbrew are going down, uh, doing the KomoriCon with some other friends of ours. We're going to see how many of them we can get into the same room at the same time, mm-hmm. and then break down what makes anime's conventions so awesome and so gay. I'm very excited. Thank you for listening. A special thanks to our producer Clara and to June Bernie for doing our sound tech and making all our music. You can find more of her music at soundcloud.com slash June Bernie. You can email us your questions or comments at queerkidsplayanime at gmail.com. And don't forget to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at QK Play Anime. Tune in next time when we talk about KomoriCon. See you soon.